Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away from Nemoidians to Nyctos. We've got you covered here on the Outer Rim Beacon. I am one of your hosts, Justin. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts, Nemoidians. Shooter! Or something. <laughs> it's Josh. What's up? Uh, this is Kyle, and uh, anytime we can get Josh to do a... Uh, an impression from the pre well really any impression that's a good day and this is maggie and we were sorely missing josh and his uh impersonations on friday hey everybody this is newt yeah. gunray <laughs> wow newt gunray are you voiced by the same person just caleb i think Doom? he's been uh, hitting the juice a little bit yeah. <laughs> he's been working out yep. he's uh the Naboo people had took it to him, so he's like, I gotta hit the gym. Uh, yeah, welcome everybody. We did we did our Friday night live stream, uh, Orb Force 99 on Friday, every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do we do our live shows. They are a lot of fun. We play some games sometimes. Uh, we played one this past this past Friday. We did uh, Name That Clone. It was a hit. And, uh, oh, it I pretty well. Name That Clone. <laughs> It went pretty well. It we was were like, that Josh clone. isn't here. Let's make this the most fun it can possibly be <laughs> while he's out. Tons of Rihanna talk. Yeah. Kyle. All the Rihanna, all the ponchos. We played a new <laughs> Spice game. Girls. Yeah. Macho Man. Yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa, all whoa. the things. Macho Man without Ninja me Turtles. is kind of sacrilegeous. Ninja Turtles, all the things Josh Dominic loves Pace in that show. In randomly. It was great. That's a huge. Hey, am I supposed to be on tonight, guys? Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. It was a, a fun Friday night. Uh, we had a great episode of Bad Batch to talk about. There's on only Friday four night. left, guys. Gonna... You really should get on Wolf. this uh, Orb Force ninety nine train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seventy five. Four more live shows. I, yeah, I would like to mention, and in case I haven't watched yet, so I haven't watched the live stream yet. Um, the you know, recording of the live stream. Um, so I don't know if you mentioned it, but it's I available did. On YouTube. I did it's, it's try not live to anymore. stream in from Endor, and um, it just didn't work. The, it was pretty entertaining. Successful. My five no. G chip in my arm did not boost the signal. <laughs> and you uh, should go get the vaccine. They're that's they're I'm, giving you I, extra five Gs. It's already in there. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they you might need yeah. another. His his geo tracker didn't help yeah. with his phone reception. I said it kind of looked like uh, Josh was recording the next Blair Witch movie, though, on the Friday Night Live stream with the graininess and the trees. Yeah, it was a little interesting. So, yeah, it's a good time. Check it out every Friday night. Uh, We have a lot of fun on the show. We do play games sometimes. Uh, We've got another one coming up this Friday. And to Kyle's point, four left. There's four more. There's only four left. You honestly never know what might come up. The the crazy things have, have been mentioned on the live stream. Anything mm-hmm. could happen. Speaking of anything happening, there could be anything happening at this. Mm, celebration. Anything. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's a celebration. Anything goes. Things are going to go down. Mm-hmm. Spend the, a lot of what'd you call it? The deuce? The deuce. The deuce. The deuce. The deuce. <laughs> we yeah, already went once. Uh, We're going back for second. 40, 44 weeks. Yeah. Forty coming up quick. Weeks. I'm excited. That one's coming up. Uh, We do have a little bit of news that dropped this week. Uh, If you guys don't know, Sideshow Con is going on right now. This week, day one was Monday. It is happening. There is a lot of stuff being dropped. Not just for Star Wars, for lots of pop culture items uh whether it's video game stuff marvel star wars ninja Tur- comic book stuff uh horror stuff they have horror like if you're into like the different horror genre characters those are in there um everything everything pop culture at sideshow con is going on like right now they give away 
free, you know, rewards codes from time to time. They play games. They do just a bunch of stuff during the week. So there was a lot of stuff that dropped on Monday concerning Star Wars. There was a absolutely beautiful Kylo Ren and Rey Rise of Skywalker premium format statue. I the the Ren was pretty cool. It has an interchangeable head, so you can have him without the helmet or with the helmet. And then the Ray, I don't remember what you could do with the Ray, but oh, she came with a little standalone wayfinder on a pedestal for some reason. That was a little awkward. But the the statues themselves look great. Um, those came out. They released. We already kind of knew about them, but they showed actual prototypes of the Casca Reeves. Axe Woves, a Super Battle Droid, Cobb Vanth, and the Fennec Shand sixth scale figures, all of them in one like one pedestal thing. It was amazing. There were so many of them. Um, I don't have prices on any of this stuff. The six scales um, you can lot. kind of imagine. Yeah, new more goods, basically. <laughs> the premium formats Very are going to be 500 plus, probably. Uh, the the six scales are usually two forty and up, depending yeah. on what you get. There was a Mandalorian prop replica helmet from EFX. Kota Bukaya re- showed a Mandalorian and Darth Vader industrial industrial empire piece, which was really cool. The um, it was like a steampunk kind of Darth Vader. It was actually pretty mm. neat looking. There was a quarter scale. Genu- General Grievous huge. statue. It was massive. There was a Regal Robot uh, 1-1 scale, which is life-size, if you didn't know. It, <laughs> a life-size salacious crumb, which that they did say the price on, which was $4,000. Four Imperial <laughs> credits. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is limited to 150 pieces. It is he going to laugh at your jokes? Jeez, old piece. It, it, it comes with like this uh, cube, I guess. I don't know. Like It almost looks like a block that's fake. It's polyresin. It looks like stone and it has like some Jabba the Hutt, you know, kind of temp, uh, not temple, uh, palace markings mm-hmm. on it and like some faux leather cloth that he's sitting on. You don't have to put them on that. You can put them on other things, but $4, yeah, it, I'll put it four, four K for that guy. There were some smaller items, which are way, way more efficient uh, on your, your bank account. Uh, the iron studios, one tenth scale, um grogu on the little stone which was really nice apparently it lights up they didn't have it lit up there but i think they said it lights up uh that was pretty cool he's got his eyes closed and his little hands out doing his little communing with the force thing uh there was a boba and fennec on the throne i think we've talked about that one they showed a the 10th scale uh the the boba and fennec 10th scale i think was three something but you're getting I think you get two yeah, figures yeah. with it. If you get just the Boba on the throne, it was two something. Um, normally, one tenth scale from Iron Studios ranges anywhere from one hundred and twenty dollars up, usually. So um, there was a Dark Trooper that they showed. Uh, there was a Bo-Katan, and then Mando and Grogu, and it's Mando holding Grogu like in that last scene before he's getting ready to hand him over to Luke with the helmet on. So that one was actually pretty cool. If that one's, you know, hundred and some odd dollars, that would be worth it to get. So lots of stuff though, continuing to drop today. They, I, I didn't have it in my notes here, but today they actually just released a one sixth scale Coruscant, uh, clone trooper, uh, with the like shock sticks and everything like that. So they, that just came out before I jumped on here. So I have no idea, probably 200 and hot some dollars for that one too, but hot off the presses, lots of stuff going on at sideshow con, get your pop culture geeked them on at sideshow. It's, it's a lot of fun. They do a lot of live streams throughout the day. Um, it's fun to listen to. So go check it out. Uh, we had three new comics drop this week. I'm going to turn this over to Maggie to kind of talk through these a little bit. But uh, this is is some fun updates on these. 
Yes. So we have three new comics dropping this week. We have War of the Bounty Hunters, Jabba the Hutt, which is the first of the four-part tie-in, which is the prequel to Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters Alpha. So this is everything that kind of led up to that uh, mainline comic series. Uh, this one is written by Justina Ireland, uh, who, of course, we all know from the High Republic. And this issue does have a High Republic tie, so be sure to check that out. Mm. Uh, and then speaking of the High Republic, we also have the High Republic Adventures issue six, which is the start of the second story arc, uh, which features Court and Frazala taking a more of a lead role this time. Um, and you'll find some familiar faces from the books, particularly the first wave um, from Into the Dark, some characters from the vessel show up in this issue. Um, super great. Uh, Daniel always brings a good time. And then we also have the Darth Vader comic. Um, I'm not 100% sure which issue number it is, but it is the one that is kind of running in tandem with this War of the Bounty Hunters summer special. I got to catch up on my comics. I know. This is like, it's I'm, so I'm rare that I am, I'm ahead of all of you. I used to be so behind. <laughs> Did you say that was rare? <laughs> no, you, oh, you mean in the, just the means. comics? No, yeah, because okay, no, okay. I'm like, I used to be so behind all of you, but I'm like, I'm caught up on yeah. Dr. Aphra, Darth Vader, yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars Adventures, all of it. It's crazy. I have a lot of comics to catch up on. I have not been not been into the comics you know i i got i watched i was watching um the fear street series on so netflix it was really really good uh which, which, i i love horror movies which version um, do you like like the 1600s the- um it's a good question because i thought okay i thought the the 1600 one was probably the most gory of the three so gory in in my opinion, that was the more gory out of the three. The first one was really just setting up the characters, mm-hmm. uh, but it was great. It, it the plot was great, and it really kind of took you in directions that you didn't see. It was very suspenseful. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. I, I loved the end. So uh, you know, for people who think they figure it out pretty quick, more power to you. But I didn't figure it out that fast. So you know, that was good. Um, no, it was a really good series, though. I enjoyed it. I thought the music was great. The you know, from a horror genre standpoint, I thought it was really good. Darth Vader 14 for those. There we go. Ah, number four. We're at 14 already. Holy cow. But yeah, so I checked that out. There's a lot of good stuff out there on Netflix, um, you know, and in, in HBO right now. So I've been kind of catching up on the TVs. But yeah, so that was pretty much it for the news this week we didn't have a lot going on uh, but we do have a really really good episode of bad batch to talk about here uh we were talking about rescue on ryloth episode 12 and for all the juicy details of this episode i'm going to switch it over to kyle to walk us through it um this is like justin said episode 12 the rescue on ryloth Directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and written by Jennifer Corbett. These are people who we are familiar with at this point. Um, Same special guest stars as last week. We've got Robin Atkin Downs as Cham Syndulla, Fairleth Young as Eleni, Vanessa Marshall, of course, as Hera, um, Corey Burton as Gobi Blee, and... C110P, aka Chopper, as himself, but we all know that's Dave Filoni. Yep. Um, this episode starts off with Rampart and everyone's new favorite clone, Hauser. Uh, and I think we have the clip of that, so we can mm-hmm. go ahead and listen to it. We, sh- we should just call this episode Hauser's Heroes. And because uh, this is kind of what it felt like at the end. But yeah, here's. Spin-off. Yeah, here's the uh, here's the opening conversation. Cham Syndulla, the liberator of Ryloth. Now the traitor of Ryloth, attempting to assassinate your own senator. How unfortunate for your people to see you fall. They won't believe your lies. Tar said you'd be a challenge, but he was mistaken. Your loyal followers will be even easier to deal with. Your daughter, too. Surely you know how dangerous it can be out there. You don't know Hera. Eleni, you're the reasonable one. 
Tell us where she is, and I will ensure she is returned to you safely. Hmm. I have seen how you treat your allies, Admiral. I prefer to be your enemy. Have it your way. Boom. Yeah, Rampart's Boom. definitely earning his reputation pretty quick here on Ryloth. Mm-hmm. The worst. Yeah, there's a really like dramatic look between Hauser and the Sindulas there before he walks off, and then he and Rampart go off into like some kind of hallway where Rampart's telling Hauser that um he's gotta go round up all of Cham's supporters. And Hauser's arguing that the the people are not insurgents, they haven't committed a crime. Um you know, Rampart's the worst. He says, well, they're a menace. They attacked our transport and Ornfrita. And Hauser kind of pushes back on him. He says, well, you know, that's not how that happened. I know that Cham and his people did not shoot Ornfrita. Mm-hmm. That's not, I was there. And and um, Rampart does, you know, the evil villain thing where he's like, oh, yeah, well, then what happened? But Hauser doesn't know what happened because he wasn't in on the plan, which is, of course part of the plan you know uh and rampart's just the worst he keeps showing it again and again um so hauser's like yeah okay fine well i'll go find Hera myself um at least that's something i can do and he wants to protect her but rampart says no i've already got that taken care of i've sent some other people and and hauser's he's worried about this because he knows that uh things are spiraling out of control and Hera is just you know Kind of a little girl off on her own now. Um, and we see her up in the mountains trying to figure out what to do. She's checking out her house and sees that it's swarming with troopers who are presumably looking for her. Among them are uh, Crosshair and his little team of just horrible people. I guess <laughs> they're the worst, right? They're murdering innocents galaxy-wide. Um Mm-hmm. And then Hera decides to uh, call Chopper, and we've got that recorded too. New plan, Chop. Meet me at the base. We need to send out a transmission and fast. I don't know what Chopper's saying, but uh, you know, it may have been this. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the, the bad, bad batch. batch. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> What is yep. that a reference so, to? I'm too young. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Back in Justin's day, there was this old television show. Was that in black and white? <laughs> I didn't know they had television back then. We used to listen to it on the radio, I Josh. It was, like it was shadow uh, shows an, on a, the cave wall. A, yeah. <laughs> it's a radio drama. Yeah. I pity the fool. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that that Tab saw that tweet of from the Outer Rim Beacons Twitter that was obviously Kyle that said debatable that you were 24 when Star Wars came out and she was like wait what what and I was like no they're obviously messing with him he'd be 68 if he's not 68 yeah Justin would be older than my dad if he was Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Was, uh, Justin or Josh is here spoiling it on the recording for everyone. <laughs> Justin was not, in fact, 24 years old when no, I was the original not. Star was Wars 25. came out. He was 25. <laughs> I was trying to make him seem young and hip. And it didn't work. Uh, I'm still skinny young. I don't age. I'm like Paul Rudd, <laughs> yeah. man. He and I yeah, he were just, just better cut from year. the same genes, More man. Like Rachel Ghoul. Or that. There you go. Yeah, that's that, that could be my DC too. villain character. I do have the gray hair on the sides, so Well no it, no comic book characters really age. That's how they can be the same character for Tell that to seven, old man Logan five years. Well, he's young again. Mm. Like he's he in came the name. back to be young. Old man Logan. Young. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Are uh, we do you guys want to talk about Bad Batch or do we want to talk about comic <laughs> yeah, books? Because I have been reorganizing my comic books. I can talk comic books. Nope. Well, nope. Let's go. Let's Bad roll batch? it. Okay, fine. Well, she decide, uh, Hera is the she I was talking about, decides that she needs to call for reinforcements, potentially the A-team, potentially the Bad Batch. Who knows? I have a guess, but um, we pan to the Bad Batch, hinting that it might be them. 
and we see Omega is trying to fix Gonky, whose power source isn't charging fully, but Hunter says it's useless. Uh, it can't be fixed. He's defective. And Omega, of course, gives him the, well, don't, don't feel bad, Gonky. So are we. Can I just say that I was very, very relieved at this point because I thought this was going to be another one of those episodes that was like a Rebels episode and there was no Bad Batch in it. I thought it was going to be one of those and I was very upset, but then this was a relief <laughs> that here's the Bad Batch, you know, to be the namesake of the show like we all want them to be. Because that's what I mean, matters. We knew it was coming. Who cares if we, we enjoy the coming. episode or not? These people have to be the focal point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we knew it was coming yeah so are we we're all defective here that's the that's how you get into the bad batch club is you got to be a the island of misfit toys up here in space um and that's when the transmission comes in and i think we've got the recording of that too Mm -hmm. so we can hear it we are receiving a recorded transmission but i do not recognize this frequency Patch it through. Omega, it's Hera. You have to come back to Ryloth. Isn't she the kid from the weapons <laughs> drop? Yes, uh, Hera? The Empire's taken my parents, and they are after me now, too. I'm sending coordinates. Please hurry. I need your help. You gave her our comm channel. For emergencies, and that sounded pretty urgent. We have to go. Perhaps the situation is not as dire as described. Children often overreact. No, we don't. You heard her. She needs us. Omega, it's a big galaxy. We can't put ourselves on the line every time someone's in trouble. Why not? Isn't that what soldiers do? What what else are you going to do? What's on your schedule? Now, before before we get into tech having no feelings and really not understanding children, we were right. Omega and Hera exchanged their Twitter accounts, Instas, whatever oh, else they me, had. Follow me, tag me. <laughs> follow yeah. me, follow me. And uh, that's how they got a hold of each other. So we weren't we weren't wrong on that prediction. Yeah, Yay. Ding, ding, Kids ding. are predictable. I mean, Woo-hoo. just because Teak doesn't know. <laughs> how, many, how many children does Teak know? One? He's met one. And then he <laughs> cut LaQuain's kids for 30 seconds. He's met three kids in his life. He's an idiot. <laughs> and what does he think is like the is she exaggerating she said my parents have been captured by the government and now they're after me it's like, oh right. she's probably she's just, just wants an extra dessert like what are you talking about she's exaggerating that's like a very specific <laughs> claim it's like a attack. serious can problem do, or echo can do his job yeah we're can- yeah teak's getting nope. goggles is canceled He's canceled right here, right now. That's it's nice, though, that they're finally starting to listen to Omega a little bit more. At least Hunter. He's like, she's throwing her all right, around. I, yeah. He's like, all right, I get it. I hear you. I hear you. Let's go. Well, she. I mean, she makes solid points, too. He's like, oh, we can't just go around. We just can't go around protecting people who are in need. Like, <laughs> you your can't. Soldiers, that's like that's your whole you thing. Do. That's like your... That's the whole These bit. Characters that's just what... make me want to grab them by the shoulders and shake them. Uh, also, Wrecker, oh, oh. who's met three kids ever, is that the kid from the the kid from six hours ago? Yes, right. right. You idiot. You know Omega. You know Hera, and you know cuts kids uh, <laughs> at uh, this point that we know of. That we know of. Yeah, four I mean, kids who total. Knows? Maybe he volunteers so. at an orphanage <clears> in his spare time. I have no clue, but. I it doesn't. It. Uh, he does not yeah, it doesn't like seem kids. likely to me either. But doesn't uh, Sham? I believe uh, not Sham. Gobi later on doesn't he call them mercenaries? He straight up calls yes, the Bad yeah, Batch mercenaries, mercenaries later on. So yeah. yeah, he's like, I didn't call them. These guys are mercenaries. And uh, at that point, like Omega going, well, you guys are soldiers. Well, you're kind of soldiers for hire now. <laughs> so, From his perspective, they were arms dealers. I mean, Jesus Pete's. They're what they're they're. They're, They're whatever you need them to putting be. Putting out Fiverr gigs for whatever they can get. Except babysitters. They are terrible babysitters. Hey, they've kept her alive so far, right? She's True. only She's only been captured she's twice. She's only been kidnapped briefly. twice, right? <laughs> got her she back. got herself out of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but she was convincing enough, so uh, why not? That's what soldiers do. Um, yeah, obviously, duh. It's pretty much the whole point of the show. 
So the Havoc Marauder is pulling into the canyons on Ryloth, where Hera is hiding out in one of Cham's secret bases. Maybe his only secret base? It's a secret base. I don't know. But they're there. And uh, Hera tells the Bad Batch that the Empire is just arresting anybody loyal to her father because her father is Champsandula. And, of course, uh, goggles with the The freedom fighter. Yeah, okay, thanks. Exposition. (laughs) What a moron. Um, And Hunter agrees to, like assess the situation we'll see what's going on but no promises um he's still not really not really into this whole thing so uh they go up to some mountainside there's a lot of mountainous terrain here on ryloth i'm finding out um but they're up on some kind of cliff where they can oversee rampart addressing the citizens of ryloth gathered down in the square which is another thing that they seem to do pretty regularly on ryloth is just get together in the square for an address (laughs) from a balcony which i've never been addressed from a balcony i guess it would be a decent way to receive information question mark i have no idea i don't know but they're doing it um but rampart comes out and he blames cham for the attempted assassination this is where Okay, and I I made a complaint about this on the live stream, and I'm going to mention it again. If you shoot a character in the (laughs) side of the head with a sniper rifle... It was just a graze. Margaret, I'm not having it. I'm I'm (laughs) sick of it. He went down like a sack of potatoes... He got shot in the side of the head and out comes Rampart like, oh, he's going to make a full recovery with no explanation, not to the crowd, not to his henchmen behind the scenes. So we know how did this work? They just found like the chunkiest Twi'lek to shoot in the side of the fat head. A lot of Leku fat. Good Lord. I'm. It demands an explanation, and I said it on the live stream. I made a lot of crazy predictions, like maybe this will happen, maybe that'll happen. I didn't expect any of them, but when I said, if you shoot someone in the head and they don't die, you have to explain how that happened. I fully believe that to be true, and no. Here we are. He's going to make a full recovery. I have no idea how. No one knows how. It's absurd. If Cad Bane, so Cad Bane didn't explain it. He just has a plate in his head. So if Orn, if Orn Free Turd has a plate on the side of his head, you'll be satisfied. We also never even saw Cad Bane get shot. We just saw that he has a plate out. We know he got shot because we heard the story about uh, the. I saw thing that was gonna. You saw some unfinished animation of what was gonna happen. I I saw what I saw, Kyle. (laughs) It lives. Uh, don't gaslight me into saying that that's canon because it's not. <laughs> um, <sighs> we have all of the, we have all of the results from that. I think it's I'm 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 going on a limb. I'm scooping it up, I'm telling you it's going to be canon. That's what you call mm. circumstantial. If it dents like evidence, a helmet, Josh. if it plates like it's a circumstantial, head. I say. <laughs> <laughs> I just like watching Josh get Kyle riled up. It's my favorite pastime. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> Orin Frita is going to make a full recovery, of course, because sometimes when you get shot in the head by a sniper rifle, you're fine. You just get knocked out for a while. It, and we know, Josh, I think you had found this. Orin Frita does actually live. He's in a book that takes place later yep. Lords of the than Lords this. Of the Lords of the Sith. But in that book, did they mention a plate on his head at all? <laughs> I'm going to say no. Maybe he, I'm maybe it was like a cybernetic no. lake. I actually remember in chapter 14. No. <laughs> no, <there's, laughs> no, no I'm going to guess they didn't, um, but it will be interesting to see. Or he could look like Crosshair because Crosshair has definitely got like the burn marks up on the back of his head. Maybe he got, he's got, he got some blasted by blaster a, bolt scarring there. By a Star Destroyer engine, not a, True. Not a sniper rifle. Eh, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm above it. I'm just smoking saying. Smoking and, and yeah. Yeah, well, but he's going to make full recovery, people, so don't fret. Orn Free Turd is still alive. He's going to make it. Turd. 
with no explanation hmm. whatsoever as to how not not a simple like hey crosshair good thing you turned down your blaster bolt so it wasn't lethal like nothing whatever whatever anyway so speaking of crosshair <laughs> omega spots him down in the city um and she's like oh crosshair's here and they're, so they're back up away from the ledge to uh you know kind of discuss what they've seen and that's when they get spotted by the probe droid that hunter quickly mm-hmm. disables but now they know they've been spotted and they've uh, got to make some decisions about what to do yep there you go the plasma bridge into the city's been deactivated watch that we fly in and blow away the capital scanners would detect our ship i don't like the look of this the troop presence here is similar to that of raxus this is a military occupation Rylos, not a separatist planet exactly my point yes. he's he's not wrong it is a military occupation at this point. It definitely is. Yeah. As much as Echo doesn't want to believe it, his brothers are have essentially become. Well, these guys are so thick-headed too. He's like, "This is a military occupation," because obviously. And then Hunter's like, "But wait, this isn't a separatist planet. No, no. That was these Echo. are the bad guys now. Like, the, yeah, the, <laughs> they're like, still not really like your brothers fully getting it." No, your brothers are now the bad guys. And, yeah. I, and Echo, because Echo, again, I, I think he just doesn't want to, he hasn't fully figured that out yet, especially like with the one, was it Raxus, where they saved the senator and he just didn't want to help him because he thought he was a separatist, but he couldn't see the bigger picture at that time of, again, this military occupation where the clones have now become what you were fighting to save those people against, so... Even though you don't have a chip, you still don't understand it. Well, I'll I'll give Echo a little bit of leeway because he was attached to a computer and tortured for like a year and a half. Um, but the Echo others, is like, a sweet boy, get it together. Like, here's a quarter. No, it's not just Echo; it's all give of them. Well, yeah, these people are. Yeah. Uh, okay, get on board, guys. So they go they go back to Cham's base and they're like, "Look, little girl, uh, we can't help you." Things are way too hot here. There's too much going on. We can take you to some place. Uh, but you're stuck. And Harry's desperate. She's like, well, I'll pay you double. Hunter gives her the old, like, hey, uh, your credits are no good to me if we're all dead. You know, we can't can't spend them in the old afterlife. And And Hunter's like, it's just not worth the risk. And Harris says, not to you. Which, you know, good point. Risk is mm-hmm. relative, right? You know, I'm they're her parents. And Omega's not pumped. This is like her first bestie that she's ever had in her life. So she's like, Hunter, you shouldn't have said that. And Hunter, well, you know, bestie. it is, isn't it? It's like her first. She's never met anyone her age. This is like. She barely learned how to be a child. What three about Cut's kids? A kid. uh, what, yeah, and then they're gone forever. They didn't call her back for a second play date. What about, what about Mooch? <laughs> I don't know. Is this considered a play date to Omega? Like, yes, let's go rescue she some parents. She, All right. She's like, couldn't be happier. She's like, <laughs> this is her favorite thing. It's Are you jam. kidding me? Is this a play date? She's like <laughs> digging every moment of it. It's a little different than getting together to play some Halo, though. You could actually die doing this. Like, sure, it's not like, hey, come over, let's play some Nintendo. I mean, it's what slightly she, different. It's what she was born for. Justin. Yeah, I true. Mean, she's. I, I think she's having a having a blast. Yes, there's an element mm-hmm. of danger, but uh, there kind of always is in in their line of work. But Omega's like, uh, you shouldn't have said that. She just wants to protect her family. I would do the same for you guys. And that hits them in the feelings a little bit. They have to do this over and over. Um, kind of the, the same thing repeated with these two. But there it is. And so while they're mulling that over, we're we're going to cut back to Rampart and Hauser and... And Rampart's telling him how arresting some of Cham's supporters isn't good enough. He wants them all. And um, Hauser's like, well, you know, we can't just arrest all these innocent people. We're going to provoke an uprising. And Rampart's like, well, cool. We'll just arrest them too. Peace has a cost. 
what a villain thing to say like yeah well you want you want to not be at war then we're gonna have to lock some people up in jail those are the only choices apparently like oh gosh give me a break and then uh crosshair comes in right after they're having this debate and to tell rampart that he has spotted clone force 99 and uh this is of course a hot button topic for crosshair this is like a a clear trigger for him pun intended uh and rampart's like oh we've got a whole battalion of troopers and crosshair says that's not enough uh he knows what these guys are capable of uh which is really saying something i don't know if you'd call it respect or what but crosshair saying we need more than a battalion to take out these whatever a handful of men and a little girl is is uh saying something about how capable they can be Mm -hmm. do you have something the end of that conversation was great though because like rampart basically says you know well your job was to find a little girl and you or he said i'm more worried about you your job is to find a little girl and you haven't even done that yet so yeah rampart he goes if you can't do that can get. yeah if you can't do that then i'll find somebody else who can and at that point crosshair looks back at hauser standing there and this 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 is what was kind of like when we got to the end which we'll talk about in a little bit this is what i thought was setting up that end for him to for crosshair yeah, to just down. pick off hauser and be like look i'm done with this fool um and he because he turns around he just stares him down and there's that ominous yeah crosshair music the noise or whatever that is that they play uh for his music and he just kind of walked i was expecting the shoulder bump as he was walking out next to hauser like the no love lost yeah it's clear no no um this is when we cut to Omega come in to kind of console Hera and 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 uh, also stick up for Hunter a little bit, who doesn't have the most tact, especially with young people. And, and uh, she mm-hmm. says, you know, that's that's just sort of his way. And and Hera asks him why she trusts Hunter so much, and she says, well, he, you know, he's my brother. They all are. He's my brother. We can play that. Oh, I didn't give up. He did. Hunter means well. I know you're scared, but don't give up. He'll come around. Why do you trust him so much? Because he's my brother. Brother? Him? They all are. You're lucky. You can trust them too. All we need to do is think of a plan and convince Hunter. Why would he listen to me? Because it's strategic. Ryloth is your home. You know it better than us. Yes. I do. I don't know what Chopper's saying. Yeah, I need but a translation for that. I don't know what he says either. <laughs> it just says like Chopper. When you put it on the subtitles, it's yeah, just it Chopper talking or something. I wish it gave what he was saying. But uh, at the end of that, he was... He did not sound too happy. Many years ago in the infancy of the internet, there used to be a website that would uh, tell you everything that, that Kenny said on South Park, which is also like kind of muffled. <laughs> and, but I wonder if there's something like that for Chopper out there somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Um, that's all we get from those two. That's uh, just that little side conversation back in their secret um, secret base there. And and we're back to the Sindulas plus Gobi locked in their cell, and and Hauser comes to see him, and clearly uh, Cham and company are are not Displeased. pumped about it. Yeah, they're they're not pleased with him, and uh, Cham gives him the old, you know, I see what side you've chosen, and and Hauser. Fair enough. He says, you know, you intact an Imperial convoy. What what did you think was going to happen? Like, this is the only possible outcome, which is, that's a fair point. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to just intact, the, attack the convoy with the Senator in it and have no repercussions. Um, mm-hmm. And Eleni argues that we were, they were protecting their daughter, which is fair. And, and Hauser, like, does the super, like, <laughs> uh, 
suspicious looking, like looks over both shoulders and, and says, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And, and, and then kind of begs him to, to tell him where she is going to be hiding. Um, but they're not having it. They're not going to trust him. Nope. And, and Cham says, we won't make that mistake of trusting you again. Ouch. And I like the, the Hauser, uh, the, I get Hauser's theme, the music that goes with Hauser. It's more like a, I don't know, like a trumpet kind of solo background to it. And here it was very somber, I guess is the right word to, to use. Like it started off kind of cool and then it kind of trailed off and was a little somber towards the end, but it's definitely, you know, it's like, all right, the distrust of Hauser right now is, is very real, real for the Sindulas. And I think he like intellectually understands where everyone is coming from. He knows how he got into the position he's in and he understands how the Sindulas are in their position too. Uh, but I mm-hmm. think that legitimately probably hurts him because he does like them and he did fight by their side and uh, Ryloth did yep. win their freedom or they felt like they had and then this happened and, and I, I'm sure that you know, that does cause him like some personal anguish. Mm-hmm. And um, now we're back to Hera, who has come up with a plan. Now that she's the expert Strategy. of Ryloth, she has used her. <laughs> it's just strategy. Um, so let's hear what she's got up her sleeve. She doesn't really have sleeves. So. The Imperial Refinery on the outskirts. I've been spying on their activity. I know their routine. If we attack there, reinforcements will be diverted from the capital. We can use that distraction to rescue Hera's parents. Any heavy defenses at the refinery? Five perimeter cannons, but they are unmanned. Auto cannons are extremely vulnerable. Where is the control console? Right inside the main gate. It is heavily guarded, but Chopper can slip inside with the other droids and disable the cannons. Thinking about it. All right, you two go with Chopper as backup plan, but at a distance. Really? really? <laughs> We're not by themselves. <laughs> not expecting Wrecker. Wait until those cannons are down and move in. Echo and I will scale the capital wall and free Harris' parents. I guess we'll follow your lead. That was a great reaction by Omega and Hera because in Hera's voice, you hear her really excited like really and then you hear omega like really like questioning like you're gonna let me do this okay this uh they didn't really explain it but they cut to some kind of transport dropping off what i what i guess is like workers for the mine and chopper had just somehow been on there with them so he they must have smuggled him on at the onboarding or whatever so he's inside the the refinery there and yeah he, he jumps in line with some other astromechs which is it's funny to me because he so obviously stands out because they're all like <laughs> the domed ones like r2d2 and uh he clearly has the flat top with the little satellite transmitter situation and but nobody notices and he makes it all the way to uh the console just like the plan specified and he he zaps whatever droid was there and scomps in that's a word we learned earlier in this series and um it doesn't work you can't do it it's unsuccessful (laughs) complete failure step one of the plan already failed and now two clone troopers spot him and he does his like put his two little alligator arms up in surrender and they're carting him away and and Hera knows they got to help him they've got to do something if they don't um you know complete phase one then obviously they're not going to take out the cannons which means they're not going to cause a distraction which means her parents aren't getting rescued um so Omega's like yeah we'll help him but first we got to take out this console how are we going to do that and Omega points down to a new class attack transport shuttle and she's like hey you said you wanted to be a pilot this is your time to shine so they're gonna hijack this uh just kind of unattended shuttle and wreak some havoc i love watching um chopper 
when he gets to electrocute people because he takes it it looks like he takes so much joy in it with both here and in rebels i think that's confirmed he loves it he's he's a little he's a little angsty if you will he loves to shock people (laughs) have you guys ever seen the there's like some meme that's floating around the social medias about the ex, ex, uh, estimated death tolls for different Star Wars characters, and Choppers is like in the no. hundreds and hundreds, maybe millions, hundreds of thousands. It's so huge. Um, How is that possible? I'm not sure. Like he must have sabotaged a Star Destroyer or something that just had. Tons of people. I I don't know what it is, but maybe it's not even true. But I've seen it on Instagram. I think like multiple times. If anyone is listening to this and knows what I'm talking about and knows how Chopper has allegedly, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna assign this this burden to him without proof. But if anybody knows how Chopper has racked up such a high body count, I would be interested to hear. Hmm. Um, we get a quick little shot of uh, Hunter and Echo scaling the wall to get in to rescue the Sindulas, and then uh, that's it. We're right back to Omega and Hera, who are about to board this board this shuttle. Frightening. Yeah, it's a it's a scary thought. Remember, we we saw in the last episode, um we as viewers know that Hera is destined to be a phenomenal pilot. One of the, one of the best non force using pilots out there. Uh, but she's never taken off yet. So this is going to be a first she's flying by the seat of her pants. She's learning by doing, it doesn't go super well. If we're being honest, um, it is a very novice takeoff with a little bit of collateral damage, almost took out a couple uh, workers there but they get off get off the ground and no one really knows what's going on and they're able to uh, rescue chopper take out the console chopper kind of like get, uses the distraction to zap the two troopers which like justin said he loves that <laughs> and then they take out the main console there which disables all these these turrets Chopper flies up into their ship, so he's back with the girls, and um, they start flying around to take out um, the gun turrets that are now disabled. Do you think Hera is more likely to listen to Fly by Sugar Ray while she's flying, or Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz? Mm. Oh, Sugar Ray, for or, sure. She just wants to fly. That's wrong. It's yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, there's a whole bunch more. And I was trying to think of uh, cheesy 90s ones, though, so Kyle would put the clip <laughs> that in. That is a cheesy <laughs> 90s one. Oh, he's baiting me. He's trying to give me extra work. Uh, <laughs> All around the world, statues crumble for me. Who knows how long I've loved you. Um, I... I That's, that go again? that's the one that's going in, whether Josh said it was wrong or not. There you go. Um, I love, I loved the tech Poe Dameron maneuver when he and Wrecker fly the Havoc Marauder maneuver. in there. It was a little, maneuver. it was a little maneuver, but it was the, it's the hit the gas, slam on the brake, ah, the kick the back end out, air brakes maneuver to get, uh, to get Wrecker in position to take out some cannons. So, Poe Dameron, not the first one to use that maneuver, people. I feel like I feel Sorry. like Maverick was doing that in Top Gun too, but I mean, this takes place a long time ago, so I guess it all predates that. True, even though it was yeah. the eighties. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of crazy maneuvers going on up there between uh, Hera's erratic, unpredictable flying and um, you know tech. Doing whatever he's doing with Wrecker wrecking stuff. Yeah. Being his Tech, namesake. Uh, yeah, she um Yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah, Tech uh Tech asks about the explosions he hears, and Omega's like, Yeah, that was us. Don't worry about it. Uh the weapons are down, and she says something about uh just don't shoot down our shuttle, and they're like, wait a minute, uh, that was not <laughs> part of the plan. But 
Uh, the Havoc Marauder, like like Justin was saying, the Havoc Marauder and Tech with Wrecker on the guns come in and they start um, causing some damage. And now the plan is back on track. The distraction has been created and they're calling for reinforcements. Um, so all the clone troopers are headed that way. Um this is where we see Hauser informing Rampart that the refinery is under attack and Rampart says he's going to go deal with it himself and tells Hauser to stay there and guard the capital. Boo. I know. Now we get back to Hunter and Echo who uh, we already saw scale the walls in just that like quick little cut scene and they've taken out some clone guards and they get to the cell to uh, free the Syndulas and Gobi Glee is like, uh, what are these guys doing here? These are mercenaries, but I didn't hire them. And they're like, yeah. uh, Hera hired us. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> that's, uh, you know, they're like, well, uh, Cham asked if she's safe. And of course, like, yeah, she's okay. And um, they're off. They're trying to escape. They're getting broken out. They're on their way. And we cut this back is- to Hera, who's having a grand time up in the air. What are you doing here? Breaking you out. You know them. They are mercenaries. But I didn't hire them for this. Hera did. Hera, where is she? Is she safe? We are getting the hang of this. Yes, your dangerous and uncontrolled maneuvering is as confusing to them as it is to us. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was... What a nerd. <laughs> God, was I get so sick Next of to the... Next to the Echo line a couple episodes ago, that's probably the second funniest line I think I've heard in this show. Uh, I did like the Echo just, gag. This one, te- yeah, I, I the just, Echo gag is still text. Not it for me. He first gets in my book, he creates all my patience. Uh, this one was pretty good. And then we see. I, I liked this part. We see Crosshair running out with his little um, squad of evil doers and he thinks and he sees all these transports taken off and he realizes that the capital is like completely unguarded he's like no we're staying here that's not the real target uh he he kind of figures out the plan because he you know he used to be part of the team he knows the playbook so what's up even though this was technically harrow's plan but he he just kind of telegraphed it maybe he's just a great tactician or whatever um so he he posts up on a balcony there's lots of balconies here in the ryloth square and he's got the uh they look like riot troopers to me but there's um you know they're shielded up and they're they're guarding the the main exit that cham and his people are about to walk out with the bad batch who are rescuing them um but hauser stops them Cham, wait! You're walking into a trap. There's a squad out there waiting. Why should we trust you? Because I'm on your side. What the Empire is doing is wrong. You have to get out of here. They have the exits blocked. We can use Senator Taz's shuttle in his private tower hangar. I'm sorry, General. I should have stopped this sooner. Our fight for Ryloth is not over. We will return. You can't stay here. They'll know you helped us. I will not abandon my squad. They're good men. I have to try to get through to them. Go, while there's still time. The end of this was great, because... As they're running off, Hunter kind of stays back and he looks back at Hauser and he's standing in front of the door and he puts his helmet back on knowing what he's about to walk into. And it there could be a number of different things, I think, going through Hunter's head at that moment. Like, hey, should I tell him to come with us? Should I tell him about the chip? Yeah. He's, But I think he understands Hauser has to go on his own way and do what he's got to do at that point. And um the troops out front reminded me a lot of like the Macquarie concept stormtroopers, where they sure. like the old ones had the riot shields like on their forearm, like it had, they had lightsabers. Yeah. So it's kind of what the shields. I don't think we've seen them used in other episodes, but um, it was kind of cool to see that in this episode. 
Yeah, um, I liked them too, and I liked the whole setup and, and um, the trap just kind of being laid there for them, and and Hauser taking the high road here, and he he addresses the whole the whole squad of. Well, actually, right before that, Hunter calls to to uh, Tech, and he's like, you know, we've got our own transport now. They're going to get on on the senator's transport, and uh, they're going to meet him at the rendezvous. And and Tech says, you know, that's good because they're kind of picking up some heat there, so they're all leaving at the same time. And, and um, Crosshair's all set up here with his trap, ready to spring. And when the doors open up. It is not the Bad Batch and the Sindulas. It is everybody's favorite clone, Hauser. Brothers, what are we doing? We came here to free Ryloth from Separatist control, and we succeeded. But look around you. We're now being ordered to target the very people we swore to protect, and I will not be a part of it any longer. That weapon down, baby. Who will stand with me? About ten or twelve of them. Arrest those traitors. Oh, there's about ten of them, I think, that joined him. Did not their mutiny did not last long. They were immediately, immediately taken into custody and. Crosshair sees the shuttle take off. He takes a shot at it, but he misses. Oddly enough, he's never missed. In one episode, we saw him lay down a bunch of little reflective discs and take out 45 uh, <laughs> battle, battle droids. droids with one shot, but he missed an entire transport shuttle. Anyway, he missed it, and they're flying off to the rendezvous point. One, he's shook. So that's what I think that's why he missed. And two, I found myself wondering if Hauser's little mutiny was um the straw that broke the camel's back on like making the final decision to move from clones to regular humans. I think it's one of the catalysts for sure. Well, I'm just yeah, I I mean I'm sure there's other other events, but thinking about how this happened like directly under Rampart's watch, and he's the one that's pushing for getting rid of the clones. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see yep. that. And what a way for our boy Hauser to go down in history as like being the the turning point with his little speech there. Um, and that brings mm-hmm. us to pretty much the end of the episode. Here, uh, we see everybody converging on a, on a like some hangar bay, which is on or, back on Ord Mantell. And uh, the Sindulas are offering to pay the Bad Batch. And Hunter says, no, you better keep it. You're going to need it because they're on the run from the Empire now, which is um, not a good position to be in, I think. Safe to say. And Cham says, you know, I'd hoped I fought my last war, but our people need us now more than ever. And he knows he is right back in the thick of things. Um you can tell that Hunter and Cham Hunter gives this look over to uh, the rest of his squad and Omega over there. And and you can tell that Hunter and Cham both are concerned about protecting their loved ones and, and the people around them and specifically the children. And I really liked Eleni's line that, you know, if a war is coming, it'll be their fight as much as ours. And it just shows that, um, this galaxy's been living in turmoil and and war for generations, and I I love the little side comment uh, uh, from Hera about Tech showed her how to scramble a signature because we know from Rebels that's the whole I mean it's the ghost because no one can identify it and the signature is scrambled and of course her family's about to go on the run now and that's going to be useful for them. Um, and her and Omega do their goodbye and the Sindulas are off. Um, we already know that they have exchanged social media contacts so they can be in touch. Uh, she says to look out for her brothers and I'm sure I'll see you again, all these things. And the last little bit we get is, um, 
rampart back at the refinery with crosshair where he admits that he did underestimate clone force 99 and crosshair asks for permission to hunt them down which rampart gives him and so i guess that's probably going to be the main through line of our last four episodes here i would think is crosshair hunting them down in some kind of um culmination of what happens when they confront each other letting them go yep it's time and that's it that's the end of the episode we are done four left 75 percent of the way through the season <sighs> coming down it's the crazy. home stretch feels like it's gone fast does it for some reason i mean i know it's, it's been three months seems like i've 16 episodes written a lot of notes. but <laughs> seems like a long time to me <laughs> I, I mean seeing where we're at now and you're you're going man where were we just yesterday with these characters yeah. like it's it's gone it's come a long way and and more so i think in the recent episodes in the first couple but um yeah it i i the show's been been fun to watch i love yeah. again i love the rebels interaction and and bringing other characters from the star wars universe into it yeah i I love seeing that and you know for everybody that was i think a little disappointed in the previous episode because you only saw five seconds of the bad batch you should have had plenty here and i think hopefully that helps you understand the exposition that they were setting up last week so um you know you can't you can't get can't get every episode like that you got to build something they don't they don't do Dave doesn't do anything for no reason. We've learned that. There there's something behind it. So Which Great episode, speaking though. of that exact thing you just said, uh Hera said to Omega, I'm sure I'll see you again. Um so when are we yeah. gonna get the story of Hera and Omega being besties again? Being BFFs. <laughs> Space besties. She does she has a bestie now. She has a BFF. So all is right with the world. I thought. I mean, what about Gonky? Is Gonky not was not her BFF? Wow. Sometimes Lula people move on. Lula is her BFF. You know? Lula. That, you think that's the best. Uh, that's the best Omega can do is a Gonk, a Gonky Gonk droid. I mean, what? like, give me a break. No, what I a terrible I mean, best friend. That's insulting to the Gonk droid. But. Is it? It doesn't speak <laughs> or even have arms or do he anything. He has feelings, though, apparently, because when Hunter called him defective, he was clearly upset by it. Was he? Um, but, I mean, you know, when you're on a ship and that's really all you got, I mean, maybe. Maybe that they was her best friend at that point. They feed, I guess. I don't know. They feel Very something. true, too. Yeah. I don't know. Solid episode. Enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, it was... Uh, I love watching Chop just shock people. He takes pleasure in his torture of others. (laughs) It's funny to watch. Uh, I need a Chopper translator stat, people. Stat. Need it now. Add it to the list. Somebody create a Google Google Chopper translator, please. We need it. We need it. Uh, Any other thoughts? Oh, go ahead, Josh. They have to change the rating on the show, I think. It's yes. all curse words all the time. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yes. Somebody put that up on, uh, it was a Twitter poll, and I don't remember who put it up there. Um, it was, who do you think swears more, Chopper or R2? And I'm like, Chopper. Oh, Chopper by, by Miles. Chopper also Chopper has a higher far. death count. I'm pretty sure Chopper is killed, and he'll kill again. I think he was at, I think in the vote, it was like 60-some to 30-some percent in favor of Chop. So, not surprising. Uh, he is vulgar. He is. He's a dangerous <laughs> it's like Dave. Thing. It's like Dave's alter ego. He's like this very, oh, okay, well, maybe we'll do this and add this guy. And then the, here's Chopper. But yeah. Yeah. Great episode. Anybody else have any thoughts, feelings on the show, on the episode? I still cannot stand Tech. <laughs> Teak. He's tech has no feeling. Teak. Oh. Teak. Same. Yeah, no He's one's teak. a big fan of goggles around here well established no yeah he has no feelings all right well let's blow this thing and get out of here uh can i say one more thing really quick before you do that you're all clear kid now let's blow no, this thing <laughs> it's cool i'll just say it in the middle later <laughs> the soundtrack really said no kyle no talking <laughs> i've already met my word quota for the episode 
Well, that was the recap of, uh, what is this, episode 12, Rescue on Ryloth of the Bad Batch. Kyle, any final thoughts? Oh, no, I was going to just say stuff. <laughs> oh, I was going to say something about uh, Chopper's death count, which is super high because he um, sabotaged the Indictor and caused it to explode. And also took down two Imperial cruisers with it. So that was something uh, like uh, 47,000 people right there. Oh, um, so yes, he's racked up some huge numbers in the in the Serial yeah. killer. Yeah, there's Serial killer. Don't mess with him. Yeah, don't mess with him. Uh, worse than triple zero in BD. Bigger numbers, you know, but... Maybe theirs are more painful. It's all relative. Well, obviously they're not counting yeah. uh, deaths on orders because it'd probably be Hux. Hmm. Good right? point. True. The amount of planets that were up in the sequel trilogy. But, oh, yeah. Well, but we're talking droids. We're not talking people. I don't know what I was talking. I was just saying Chopper <laughs> killed a bunch of people. And you should, <laughs> or are we you talking just people? I don't know. We're talking droids, people. Lots of people kill people yeah, in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> but it's for kids. It's for kids. Quote, poor kids. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the breakdown of episode 12. As always, join us on Friday nights, Friday night live stream, uh, Bad Batch, Orb Force 99, uh, every Friday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Square, Time. There's only four left in the season. And you know what? Yep, they're a lot of fun. It's hit to be square. What? Oh, look at you. <laughs> Huey Lewis has arrived. Everybody's trying uh, to make this the longest edited episode in history. <laughs> curse words, music references. <laughs> I'm the one who said the curse word, full disclosure, but still. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we we hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on Friday when we recap, kind of do a instant you know, follow up we'll on the show no and then we do our deep do dives on, on Tuesday we'll for the do. recorded shows. We'll yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, you can catch us anywhere on the social medias uh, Outer Rim Beacon at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us anywhere podcasts are was SoundCloud, iTunes, all of try. the rest. There's so many places. Um, there's so many places. Go. There's. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Um, you can email us outerrimbeacon at gmail.com. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Where can they find you guys at? This is Josh. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on all the social medias, especially Venmo. And this is Maggie. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. And I have a handy little link tree in my bio so you can find all of my various pursuits. Uh, you can find reviews for those two comics or two of the three comics we talked about at the start of the episode tomorrow. Maggie's ahead of us. Gotta catch up. Always. I gotta catch up on a lot of them. But maybe that's what I'll do when I get off here is go dive into some comics. So we'll see what happens though. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, have a great week. Join us Friday night. We'd love to have you there. Um, We have a lot of fun. Come hang out with us. As always, may the Force be with you. Always. 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 Did everybody do what they were saying? Look at that. Miracle. Hey, it's me, Caleb Jones. Don't ruin it. You brought that on yourself. I know. <laughs>